the issue today really is about hip fracture management. And hip fractures, as you know, rank among the 10 top causes of disability. With over five decades of research, mortality after hip fractures remains somewhat high. Um, guidelines of high quality evidence are absolutely critical um, to help us understand optimal treatment for this patient population. In fact, we would argue even that multidisciplinary management may be a cornerstone of hip fracture care. If we're gonna tackle this complex injury, we have to use data and understand the perioperative and intraoperative evidence. There is no magic bullet, but a series of actions can help our patients. Join us today for a very stimulating discussion uh, with our keynote speaker today, Professor Yoshi Watanabe, uh, President of the Japanese Society of Fracture Repair and Professor of the Department of Orthopedic Surgery at Teiko University School of Medicine. Welcome, Professor Watanabe. Good morning and good, good evening. <laughs> I'm uh, Watanabe, and I'd like to present uh, 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 status quo and the perspective of the uh, Japanese uh, hip fracture guideline. I'd like to talk about it. Would you please it? My name is Watanabe, Yoshinobu Watanabe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Trauma Center of Tokyo University. Today, I'd like to talk about clinical guideline for hip fracture in Japan and its status quo and perspective. In Japan, the clinical guideline for hip fracture was published for the first time in 2005. We took about three years to develop the first edition of this guideline. The revised second edition was published in 2011, and we are planning to publish the revised third edition this fall. I've been involved since the beginning of the guideline development. I'd like to discuss and explain how guidelines are currently created, including uh, the relationship between evidence-based medicine and clinical practice guidelines, including its various programs. Currently, it is recognized that evidence-based healthcare is one of the medical tools that emphasize the three elements of best evidence, expertise and resources, and values and preferences. Experience in daily medical care and the results of clinical research correspond to evidence. Expertise and resources means the skill of physicians and equipment and the system of facilities. The preference of patients and their family are the society demand are also important factor. A treatment that can be scientifically evaluated as excellent is not always the best treatment if the treatment is not desired by the patient or family. Increasing medical expense have became a major social issue. However, EVM is still often misunderstood as data-oriented medical treatment by RCT or treatment according to clinical practice guidelines. The idea of applying the recommendation of uh, clinical practice guidelines to all patients without criticism is so-called uh, cooking book treatment, which is the opposite of EVM. 
On the other hand, the clinical practice guideline and EVM fit together well. Many of the clinical guidelines target the disease for which many patients are involved. This is because creating guidelines is quite expensive, and it makes a lot of sense to create guidelines for as many patients as possible. Diseases that have many patients and for which the results of many clinical studies are available are also best suited to practice EVM. This is due to large amount of clinical data available to build evidence. The ABM method is ideal for collecting and evaluating the evidence needed to develop clinical guidelines. Then, how are the clinical practice guidelines currently created in Japan? We have imitated the practice of UK NICE guideline. It is said that it is better to proceed with the work of three independent organizations, the management committee, the development group, and the systematic review team, in order to create a practice guideline. The Japanese Orthopedic Association, JOA, has been the management committee. It is desirable that the development group should be members of various positions such as the orthopedic surgeon, rehab doctor, physiotherapist, nurses, pharmacist, patient, and carers. The majority of core members are appointed by the JSFL, Japanese Society for Fracture Repair. The development group should show the scope to the systematic review team. What is the scope? The scope clearly defines the basic characteristics of the disease and the matters covered by this guideline, and uh, the matters related to the systematic reviews, and uh, the preparation of recommendation to finalization, and the matters related to the disclosure when preparing the clinical guideline. It is a document created for this purpose, and it can be said to be a plan document for the preparation of clinical guideline. For example, this center shows the uh, key issues. Uh, surgical option for intertrochanteric femur fracture. The content of clinically important issue is formulated by PICO following the first step of EBM. The scope is determined each element of PICO more clearly. The gender of the patient is unspecified, but mainly women. Age of the patient is 60 years old or more adult. The disease is communicated and or displaced in the thoracic femur fracture and the geographical is Japan. Intubation and the comparison are supramedial nails such as the gamma nail and the sliding hip screws. You should know that the specific outcome are not included in this stage. Do you know why? Outcomes should be evaluated separately according to their clinical importance. Outcome which are called effect measurement indicators are the effect brought to the patient by medical treatment. Outcome include both benefit and harm that medical treatment brings to patient. It is necessary to decide a final recommendation in consideration of the balance between the benefit obtained by treatment and the harm that can be lost. 
also some outcomes are very important and some are not. Here you can see eight outcomes such as mortality, reoperation, mobility, length of hospital stay, blood transfusion, operative durations, limb length discrepancy, and laboratory data of blood analysis. After a comprehensive list of results, the severity are ranked by 927.4 severe. 6 to 4 point are important, and 3 to 1 point are or not important. In this example, mortality, reoperation, mobility, blood transfusion, hospitalization, operative duration, limb length discrepancy, and the CLP value at one week after surgery, it is ranked as shown in this slide. Next, we collect papers that can be evaluated for outcomes ranked as serious or important. For certain themes such as illness or treatment, high-quality clinical study that meets certain criteria such as the study implementation plan, implementation status, and analysis method are collected and the data are integrated, integrated and evaluated comprehensively, it is called a review. On the other hand, in order to obtain reliable results in the case of lack of data in individual studies, the result of multiple clinical trial of the same theme conducted in the past were quantitatively integrated by statistical method research that whether there is a tendency is called a meta-analysis. One of the meta-analysis of the Cochrane Systematic Review, which was referred to when the second edition was issued in 2011, showed that uh, there was no differences in the mortality between the gamma nail and sliding hip screws. In our third edition, we added new RCT result and redone meta-analysis. We compared the gamma nail and the sliding hip screws for as for non-union cutout, mobility, and QOL in addition to mortality. Essentially, the guideline development group makes recommendations for clinical questions based on the uh, results from the systematic review team. Recommendations are written in the uh, form of recommend to do when recommend not to do. The strength of recommendation is determined in four grades from uh, A to D by voting in the consensus meeting in the development group. Once all the recommendations have been decided, we will publish them for a certain period on, of time, request public comment, evaluated the uh, guideline, and officially publish them. There are some issues of our clinical guideline in Japan. First of all, the guideline development group and the systematic review team are not independent. Second, there is little or no participation of patient and uh, non-specialist doctor in the guideline development group. Third, regular revision is ex very expensive.
As a matter of fact, the orthopedic surgeon in the development group, our core member, also serve as an, a systematic review team. Systematic review are difficult to do well without some expertise, and it's not a good idea to combine these two tasks. To overcome this problem, we made a systematic review team as a new committee under the umbrella of the Japanese Society for Fracture Repair, JSFR. Systematic review committee constantly monitor the papers related to the orthopedic trauma and provide feedback new finding to academic members of JSFR, not only for the hip fracture, but every kind of trauma. The activities of this committee have just begun. COVID-19 has made it a little slower, but I hope this uh, uh, team uh, can do a good job in near future. The slower revision frequency is one of the another major problem inherent in Japanese orthopedic guidelines. As a president of JSF, while I'd like to uh, work with the uh, JOA to achieve real-time, fast wave-based update of guidelines in, uh, in a couple of years. Thank you for your attention. Wonderful. Thanks. Thanks, Professor Watanabe. Here. And can you move to uh, Natsumi? Oh, yes. Yes. And, uh, okay. Natsumi is uh, my colleague, and uh, now she works in at the uh, Ageo Central Hospitals, and uh, she is an orthopedic surgeon, and uh, she 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 is good at for the uh, upper arm trauma cases. And, uh, let's start your yes, presentation. You. Thank you, Dr. Watanabe. Uh, actually, I am one of the members of the Systematic Review Committee of JSFR. And so I would like to talk about how to stay up to date in the orthopedic uh, knowledge in Japan. Next, please. Uh, as everyone knows, medical knowledge is ex increasing exponentially. In 2011, the doubling time of medical knowledge was estimated at 0.2 years, whereas it was uh, seven years in 1980s. So keeping up to date is getting more and more difficult for everyone. Uh, next, please. However, it is much more difficult for Japanese doctors. First of all, uh, during the residency, we do not have so much chance to conduct an extensive search of the literature, chance to train the critical reading and the writing of the articles. Second, there is a big language barrier. Uh, so the previous slide, right, please. And third, it is not limited to Japanese dust surgeon, but we do not have time to spare for searching the articles. Next, please. Uh, in order to tackle this problem, uh, from 2012, we have started a small workshop organized by 14 young surgeons from all over Japan called Joint Trauma. Next, please. Uh, so what we basically do is uh, get to know uh, what's new in orthopedic trauma. 
Each of us, uh, we do systematic review of the article published in the previous year. It is not a systematic review of the specific problem for writing articles. So we just put the terms related to the surgeon body parts and limit the search period. After searching the articles and screening of the title and abstract, uh, next please. Uh, so we translate the abstract as well as the main result of the articles to Japanese. Next, please. Um, then we make a material based on these translated abstracts. Next, please. So finally, after a whole lot of effort, uh, we make a presentation within the group. Each of us are in charge of separate body parts, and in total, we have covered 27 body parts. This small workshop within the group is held four times a year. Next, please. From 2013, uh, pre-conference workshop before the annual meeting of the Japanese Society of Fracture Repair, which is a Japanese version of OTA, has started based on the result of this, this small workshop. Uh, in order to uh, introduce what's new in orthopedic trauma to a larger audience. Next, please. In 2013, uh, 37 doctors has attended this conference and it increased to 200 in 2016. Last year, we have gathered 216 doctors. Unfortunately, this year, uh, this workshop was uh, canceled due to COVID-19. Next, please. Uh, not only introducing the new knowledge, we have conducted some surveys to clarify the trend of treatment strategy among young Japanese surgeons and wrote articles, which is written in Japanese. Next, please. Until last year, um, this workshop was just a private group, uh, although supported by several industries. From this year, System Review Committee has been established under the JSFR, and this committee will take over the function of System Review and uh, holding the pre-conference meeting of JSFR. Thank you for your attention.